Hi, I'm Megan Brinks, and this is How to College, a podcast that gives you practical advice for being the best college student you possibly can be. And I want to just say welcome to the episode and also welcome to the new school year. For most colleges around the country, classes have started, um, whether that's completely virtual or in person. And I don't care how you're taking classes. I love the new school year. I love getting an excuse to buy new highlighters and pens and notebooks and folders and all sorts of that fun stuff. I go crazy in the back to school section, whether or not I'm taking classes. But this semester I am taking classes for my master's degree. And so today I wanted to talk you through one of my favorite rituals for starting a new class, which is going through my syllabus and getting really organized with that. So probably most of you know what a syllabus is. It's typically considered an agreement between the student and the instructor. And so it's gonna walk you through what the expectations are of the class and give you a really clear understanding um, for what it's gonna take to be successful in whatever class it is that you're starting. And different universities um, maybe have these in a little bit different formats, um, but We're gonna talk through what my process has been um, for years now to really um, get familiar with my syllabus and also to get familiar with the class and knowing what's coming. So the first step that I always do is I, you guys, I always print the syllabus. Even if it's a web class, I want a printed hard copy of the syllabus. And that's gonna be for a couple of different reasons. Um, First, so that I can really go through the process that I'm gonna talk through today, but also so that through the semester, I can reference back to it really easily, even check off assignments as I do them, make notes in it as I go, things like that. So I really like a printed syllabus. Maybe you don't, that's okay. The second thing I do is I go through and just do a quick skim. And so just like if you were reading a chapter for a class and just doing a quick skim to figure out um, what are the headings, what are some of maybe those main keywords, keeping an eye out for, things like that, that's that first skim. So I'd quick flip through. And you're going to see some things that are going to be very typical main parts. Um, And so the instructor and course information, like the grading scale, typically they'll have some type of course outline with like deadlines or at least major deadlines, Um, required textbooks or technology. And so yes, any textbooks you need to buy, but also maybe you're in a web class that requires a webcam. So it should say that in there. Um, You're also going to find a lot of like the legal stuff, the Title IX, the probably like some type of withdrawal policy. Um, A lot of instructors will include resources for whatever campus they're teaching at, and so that can be really helpful. But at this second step, we're just taking a quick skim. What are the big parts? Once I've done that, I like to go back through and and then I actually read it. Um, And I have a highlighter, I have a pen, and I'll read it and take notes as I go. Um, And so what I'm looking for during the specific read are what details am I gonna wanna be able to reference back quickly as well as possibly preparing for a syllabus quiz. A lot of instructors will have students take a quiz at the beginning of their class um, to make sure that they have read the syllabus and that they have um, some key points remembered. (laughs) Um, And so during this step, so for example, one of my classes this semester, um, 
included specific word counts that the instructor was looking for uh, for discussion boards. And so I highlighted those word counts so that later I can go back and quickly reference those. The fourth step that I always do is I transfer any dates from the syllabus into my calendar. And so I personally use a day planner, um, a printed hard copy day planner. Um, but I also know that some people really prefer an electronic, um, you know, however you keep your schedule. So the important thing about this step is that you put the dates somewhere that you're going to see them regularly so that you always have that picture, that big picture idea of what's coming up in the next week or two. You don't miss a single deadline. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy. It could be a whiteboard um, in your office or, you know, or just use Google Calendar, you know, use some, use a free resource. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, some really crazy planner. And then the last step that I do, my fifth step, is that I file my syllabus where I know that I can find it easily. So how I do it is I have one folder per class. And so um, I typically get different colors so that I, throughout the semester, I'll start to remember, oh, green is this, blue is this, whatever. Um, and then anything for that class goes in there. So handouts, readings that I printed out, the syllabus. Um, if it's a class where you turn in an assignment and then get a grade and get the assignment back with feedback, I'll put things in there. Um, and that just helps me stay really organized and also so that if there's ever a discrepancy between something that I'm seeing maybe in the online platform for the class and something that was printed, I can ask the instructor about that, um, that I can keep myself really organized to give myself the best chance possible to be successful in a class. So I know this was really quick, um, but again, this is one of my favorite rituals for the beginning of the school year, and it really helps me um, know um, what to expect, you know, seeing patterns in the deadlines, things like that where um, where I can, I can really look at the big picture week to week, month to month. Cause when you're in class, we can't just go day to day. You have to be looking ahead, especially if you're working at all while you're doing class. There's no way you can, you know, go, Oh, I have something due tonight and then start at 5 PM and then do it. I mean, some people can, I can't, that doesn't work for me, you guys, not at all. So again, those five steps really quick are I print my syllabus, I skim it, I read and make notes transfer the dates, and then file it. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Um, before I go, I do want to include a recommendation. Um, it's actually a two-in-one book recommendation. Laura Vanderkam does a lot of work on time management, and I have read a few of her books, but the two that I want to shout out today are 168 Hours and I Know How She Does It. And so 168 hours is very data-driven. She looks at a ton of different people who did time audits and tracked their time for a whole week. How do we spend our time? Um, how are we happy that we spend our time? How are we not happy we spend our time? I got a ton of value out of that book. Um, the other one, I know how she does it. I really enjoyed because um, it is really focuses on working professional mothers. And so I'm not a mother. I don't have any kids. But um, Laura Vanderkam looked at a ton of different women who are working um, in pretty high paying type situations and also have the children at home and looking at how are they doing, in theory, you know, doing it all. And so that was really valuable for me because 
I think there's a lot of rhetoric about how we don't have time for that. Um, and I think for working professionals, for sure, women, especially moms, absolutely. And so she really challenges a lot of the assumptions that we have about how we spend our time in both of these books. And so whether or not you're a mom, um, whether or not you're working full time, I think these two books are really, really great Um great resources to um, to think about how you're spending your time and maybe challenging some of your assumptions about that. So again, thank you so much for listening. Um, this was a fun episode to put together um, to really think through my steps and really have to articulate that. If you guys have ideas for future um, episodes, definitely let me know. What do you guys want to hear? What do you guys want to hear? Um, what do you guys want to learn about? What do you guys want me to bring guests on about? Um, you can find how to college, um, on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any feedback or want to make any suggestions, email me at how to college podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This was the how to college podcast.